Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. If you're an independent filmmaker, be sure to submit your film to the Freak Show Horror Film Festival in Orlando, Florida. They are now taking submissions for feature-length films, short films, and any film that has to do with the horror genre. Just go to FreakShowFilmFest.com for more information. That's FreakShowFilmFest.com. The Horror Vein Podcast contains spoilers and adult language. If you want more horror, visit our website at HorrorVein.com. I'm your co-host, Don Fisher. And this week, we're talking about the, what is it, 1976 film. Yes. I always think it's later, but yeah, 1976 film, Carrie, directed by one of my favorite directors of all time, Brian De Palma. Can't wait to get into this movie. I can't either. Oh, man. Incredible. Wow. Uh, Wow, wow. Yes, Yes, sir. So... Uh, well, I had a little. Um, I, I have to tell you this really quick. Go, um, go ahead. Had a little surprise. Had a little surprise this week. You did. Yes. Okay. You heard back um, from you somebody, how, or go ahead. No, I, you know how I, um, I told you that I have um, iTunes, and I purchased my movies digitally, downloaded. Yeah. Yeah. And occasionally they do these upgrades uh, where they go from HD to 4K. Okay. So I was kind of flipping through, and I was looking at the list of because they they put a list up like every week of different movies that they upgrade. All so right. I'm looking through there, and guess what they upgraded? Oh boy, Carrie. Uh, no. Um, oh. Dracula, 1931 original wow. Dracula. They went to 4K HDR. Wow. That's what I said, and so I was like, oh my god, I gotta look at. I got to look at this, and I, I put it on it. Oh, it is beautiful, Don. It's like the film just came out yesterday. Wow. They, I mean, they originally, uh, when they came out in HD, they restored it. So it's pristine. So now with the HDR, everything just kind of pops, and the blacks are pure black, and the black and white is, oh, it's gorgeous. So, gorgeous. All right. I was sitting there going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This looks great. I got I. I, I got to ask, because I, I know you've mentioned this many, many times. 
Yeah. How do I go about doing that? With, you know, with with iTunes, like what you're doing. How do I do? I have to have a subscription. Do I? How do I? How does this work? And the, probably the listeners well, uh, would benefit from this too. But well, what, see, what I use is uh, I have to. You have to have some kind of device, and what I use is Apple TV. It's a. a it's like a. Looks like a hockey puck. Okay. And it costs like uh, the. I think the HD version that comes out. I think it's around hundred fifty dollars. Wow. And you hook that up, and you plug it into your TV. So now you can watch movies. You can get different things. They have apps on there. Um, okay. I don't know if you have smart TVs. Smart now, TVs. Now I have a smart TV. Do I still need that that thing you were ta- talking about? The, the well, $150? if your smart TV has Apple TV or some kind of way to get Apple, that's the only way that I can figure out to do. Because okay. I don't have a smart. I have a smart TV, but it doesn't have apps on it. See, mine has so, apps. Right. So that's why I got the Apple TV. But Apple TV is already Apple, so it already puts you into the movie section for okay. Apple. And right, that way, that's where you you can purchase movies. Right, I'm going to write this down, getting, Apple TV. Getting physical right. copies, you get digital downloads that you can watch right. anytime. Now, I can not only watch them on your TV, but you can watch them on your phone and on your iPad and whatever you just have right. to go into their system right right so okay and that's the the really cool thing is that yeah you buy these older movies and when they do the upgrades it doesn't cost you anything it's not like hey you buy oh, a dvd you don't have to rebuy it right they do it automatically okay you know like when you buy a dvd it's like oh it came out on blu-ray oh now i have to buy the same movie and spend the money to get a blu-ray and, and then 4K they do a 4k yeah. Yeah. now i gotta go out and buy the 4k version right so Okay. That's what's cool. Gotcha. <laughs> so I had this surprise, and I'm like, holy shit, look at this fucking movie. looks great. That's holy awesome. That was great. Awesome. Oh, my God. I um, I have to tell you something. Uh-oh. What happened? I watched the final episode of Hill House. Uh, you did? Okay. I did. He's done. I'm done. Yes. And I enjoyed and? it. Oh, no, what's it was great. No, yeah. I loved it. I, I, it's a really great series. I know I've said that before, but um, yeah, I liked how they just. I liked the final episode. I thought that was great. Um, yeah, was so the father. Good. Well, I don't. Do we give spoilers? I don't know if we should. Yeah, give. Go, well, yeah, people know there's spoilers for this. If you haven't seen it, watch it. But uh, yeah, you may want to fast forward a little bit. But yeah. Go ahead. Um, so the father dies. Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure. It, okay. All right. <laughs> All right, we're back. And, Sorry, but uh, yeah. <laughs> a little emergency. A little emergency there. We're, all, we're good okay. now. <laughs> oh, man. We're all good. That's what happens when you when get you older, go, Rob. You got to go, folks. I'm telling That's you, it. the older you get. Oh, man. Jeez. It just, yeah. Good thing we're doing a podcast. Yeah, That's I know. Right. <laughs> oh, man. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so anyway. Like um, taking this glass and going down here and going, yeah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't make it to the break. Right, take a leak, man. So a leak. Uh, anyway, we were talking about Hill House and how wonderful yeah, it is. Yeah. And um, yeah. and I didn't fall asleep this time, so I watched the whole thing. Um, <laughs> so... Well, that's good. I'm glad you didn't fall asleep yeah, on that. No, yeah, no, no. I, I watched it in the morning, and um, she was at one of her markets. And um, besides, she saw it already. So, um, 
Yeah, I, I just, uh, in fact, I, I love the song at the end. I, I Googled the artist, too. It's a really cool acoustic, um, something these sings oh, about I a house. Remember. and it's been a while. Yeah, it's a really yeah. cool song. I might even get that off iTunes if it's available. But, um, yeah, I love how he had his two-year anniversary of being sober, and they had a little cake for him. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really it was really nice. So I, I highly recommend it. So, yeah. and now I, I, I like how everything came together in that. Because, yeah. you know, she's in there, and she's going to, you know, go back to the house. And, um, you know, she's in the hotel room where they were right. in, like, when they were younger. Yeah. And then she has these visions of, you know, keep seeing, um, what's his name, like, overdosing. Mm-hmm. He's on the top of the wall. and it's, Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. That's good, though. It's really yeah. good. And we so and, the, and, and like I said, you know, you look at that that TV show, and then you're like, man, movie. It's it's hard for a movie to compare to that. I mean, it's just yeah, it's really a truly a masterpiece. And you know, if you watch it again, I might you even see it even more. It's it's incredible. Yeah, you've seen it like three like, times, right? Yeah, that's it's yeah. good. Yeah. And you watch the Bly Manor too. Yes. And you liked it. I know you said it's not as good, but you liked it. I liked it. Yeah, it's uh, it's different. It's different than Hill House. And you only watched it and once. I, it's only watched it once. Okay. Um, it just it takes a while for it to really get going. I mean, it takes like six, seven episodes oh, wow. before it starts getting going. Oh, really? At least for me. I mean, it's totally different. It's just it's just like I said. It's not. I mean, it doesn't have a lot of. Uh, it has scares in it, but it's not as much as Hill House. Okay. Hill House has a lot. Okay. Um, it does eventually get into that, but it's. Uh, it's definitely worth watching. It's it's um, Mike Flanagan's it did such a great job with both of them. I mean, it's just yeah. amazing. Yeah, I'm hoping he does another one, but I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything, but uh, that would, you know, yeah, they continue that. It's really good, it's fantastic. And the other thing I watched was um, Waco, Texas. Rob, do you remember Waco? Waco, Texas. What's that? The Branch Davidians. The documentary was a two-parts uh, documentary oh, called... Oh, about um, Waco, okay. Madman or, or the Messiah. Yeah. David Koresh. Wow. And they released a lot of the um, the audio recordings between the FBI and David Koresh that they never released before. So um, yeah. they had a lot more audio that you'd never heard before. It was good. It was really good. So, And for the longest huh. time, I didn't know who started the fire, you know, in the building in, at the compound. Right. And it come yeah. to find out that, um, yeah, Koresh did not want to go. He did not want to be taken to jail. He didn't, neither did some, you know, the followers, they were following him. And he essentially just said, okay, pour the gasoline and somebody light it. And they just, yeah, pretty mm. much decided to, quick too. yeah, to die in a blaze in, in the, in the compound. So, and a lot, That's you know, quite a few got out, but a lot of them perished. So, yeah. but yeah, it was, it was, it's a good series. It's a good documentary. So. Did you watch anything? Uh, I watched this um, this documentary too. Uh, it was on HBO. Uh, it was about this uh, woman. Um, she was obsessed with uh, uh, true crime. Okay. And um, she uh, was investigating this uh, this one guy. Never heard of him. Was a serial killer. He started out as a serial rapist and then turned into a serial killer. Okay. And you never heard of him because I mean he did. Like he raped fifty women before he started killing people. Oh my god! And he did this over like for decades. 
What's his they name? Never caught him. Uh, was a Golden State killer. The Golden State killer. Ne- you never heard of this guy. Um, she, eventually, through her work, and she's not a detective. She's just a writer. She was just, um, you know, fascinated with true crime. Uh, eventually, through all the all the work that she did trying to find out who this guy was, uh, they did crack the case. But she passed before uh, they were able to catch him. Oh, so it was. But her work led to his yeah. eventual arrest. And they caught the guy, and the guy's like 70 years old. Wow. <laughs> Still living in California. is in this nice suburban home. Probably n- not, not they, thinking, you know, this is going to happen where, well, you know, they're going to knock on his door. probably thought that he got away with it. Yeah, yeah. But it, it turned out that the guy was a police officer. Really? And uh, he was able to get away with it because he, he was a police officer. And uh, it was <sighs> something else. I mean, the guy would rape these women but he wouldn't like come in rape them and leave he would spend like three four hours wow. and he would each time he would go he would stop going to the kitchen and get something to eat oh my god and then go back wow and do it again jesus yeah it was crazy and he I'm was like god they gotta catch this guy and he was on the job i mean he was an active cop while this yes. was oh wow yeah this was back in the 70s he started doing this in the 70s okay and they never caught him and then he uh he he would go off and on and then there was a five-year period where he didn't do anything and then they linked him to another series of later on but wow. they never caught him and then eventually it was like not it was just recently like a couple years ago they just caught the guy wow and because it's all true and I'm, I and love, they, and I she love, got, she, yeah. Well, and she got into this whole true crime thing because she lived in in uh, Oak Park in Chicago. Oh wow! And uh, somebody got killed in her neighborhood, not like like three houses away from where she lived. Oh my god! And that got her obsessed with it, and they never caught that guy either, ever. Wow! So this this woman was jogging. He, she gets grabbed while she's jogging. And this guy rapes her and then stabs her and then leaves her to die. Wow. And she, these people found her and she's bleeding to death and she eventually dies and, you know, oh, wow. wait for the ambulance. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. But she was so obsessed with this true crime story that it eventually killed her. Yeah. Because she was staying, she was working 16 hours. Then she, well, she got a book offer. She was working on a book and um, she started using drugs. And oh, she mixed because uh, she was staying, you know, staying up late, not getting enough sleep. So she's taking drugs and thinking that's nothing, but she accidentally mixed some drugs and ended up killing. That's her. what she, got her. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. But interesting, very interesting. Uh, I, I wish I could figure, I, I could remember the title. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's based off a book. It's based off the book that she wrote, and uh, but it, it was interesting because there's this whole like underground thing about true crime. There's a whole community of it. They have conventions for oh, true wow. crime, trying to find serial killers and all this other stuff. It's just crazy. And this was HBO or Netflix? It. it was HBO. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was really good. You saw the Night Stalker but, one, was, didn't you? Yes. That was great. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. There's some really good documentaries. Yeah, I love all those. But I never, I, like, I thought I, I knew all the serial killers, and then she, they talk about this guy, and I'm like, I never heard of this guy. Oh, yeah, there's tons of them out there we've the never heard And then the more and more. Yeah. Yeah, and the more and more they got into the, I'm like, oh, my God, how could they never have talked about this guy and never caught him? Yeah. Because he used, he was up and down the whole state of California. 
<laughs> for decades. You know, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah. And the and the series of rapes that he did were all in the same neighborhood. There were like three houses from apart. Yeah. Like boom, boom, boom. He was just going in different houses. Yeah. He'd stake them out, knew exactly when uh, these girls were alone, and then walked right in, did his thing. Wow. And then left no evidence. Mm. Well, and then back, you know, they don't have the. Well, he well he knew because he was forensics. a police officer that yeah. They didn't have forensics, but they um, like we have now. But they, uh, you know, different agencies would not share information, you know, from county to county. Oh yeah, yeah. So he would go and do one thing here, do over here, go over here. But he was in different counties, and they never put two and two together. Wow. But he was always wearing a mask. He had gloves on. Jeez. And then at seventy-two, they wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just so. When he's getting uh, sentenced in the courtroom, all 50 women that he raped came to the courtroom. Oh, he didn't kill them. He didn't kill them. No, these were the women uh, that he raped before he started killing them. Okay, gotcha. They were all there. But the thing was is that the thing was is that he got he he also got a little bit brazen too because he would go in there even when the husband was home. He would go in, tie the husband up in the bedroom. And go rape his wife wow. in the living room for four hours. Wow. Yeah. Sick motherfucker. So these, wow. So this one couple that he, the guy was there, he couldn't do anything. He was tied up and his wife's getting raped for hours. They were in the courtroom. You know, she, so they, in the courtroom, they tell him, you know, how they feel. <clears throat> it was, wow. And he just listened to all of them and he confessed everything. And he's this old guy, but they're wheeling him out in this in this wheelchair, and he looks all frail, and he's not wow. moving his head or nothing. But they show the the cam. They have cameras in the cell, and they show him, and he's moving around, he's climbing shit, and no. he's moving around like he's twenty years old. So he was full of crap. This is a you know mm. manipulator. Yeah, that reminds me of so. Dahmer's victims' families. Right. Yeah, they they right. were in the courtroom, and yeah. Telling off Jeffrey, yeah, 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 wow, it's crazy shit. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, wow. not to stay on a uh, a, a down, uh, you know, uh, a, how do we want to say a somber <laughs> note here, but um, I know you're going to be very upset to hear, Rob, but uh, Jane did not write us this week. Oh my God! I, <laughs> I was I was looking forward to that. I know, I know. I hopefully we didn't lose her. Hopefully I really she, was looking forward to. I know. Maybe she's on vacation. Or she something. might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Felipe, Jane, if she's still with him, Jane, I don't know. If you're listening, Jane. If you're listening. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> yes. If you're listening this week. Yes, that's right. Let us know. Let us I, know why you didn't write us. That's we're right. a little disappointed. Hey, we you know we like hearing you know. from Jane. Yeah, I that mean, was that's like my the 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 highlight of my week. I'm like, okay, do another podcast with Jeremy James. Not this week. Why, she Jane? feels Why? like a third member of the of the of the crew here. I mean, I feel like we need to give her a microphone we and have get, her on. And she I, was supposed I don't to know. send us a picture. We never got a picture. We never, we never got mean, a picture. No, no. Yeah. So hopefully she didn't no. run off with Felipe and she doesn't have internet. And we or were something. calling you a super fan. I don't think we're. Yeah, gonna I do know. That anymore. I know we were. Yeah, might have to. Yeah, might have to give that to someone else. And I, I, I didn't get any me- other messages this week, so we just have to, wow, you know. Don't love uh, us this week. Yeah. Wow. I know. What's, so. what's up, folks? <laughs> you not like contacting us? What's that? I, I, what happened? Yeah. So let's we love you guys. We, Come encourage on. the listeners to write in again. You know, maybe we just need to. 
I don't know. Maybe he has some incentives. I don't know, Rob. Maybe we'll I know have... a lot of listeners have been wanting to hear some more uh, viewer mail, but uh, yeah, know. I know. I, lo- I, I love week, that folks. segment. We're... Yeah, I love that part <laughs> of this. Yeah, but uh, so I, I know. I know you were wondering. I know you're curious. I just thought yeah, I'd just was, let you know. Like, and, yeah, I was waiting for you to go. <laughs> <laughs> No, no mail. Oh, well. Well, it's a downer. Master, we don't have mail this week. No, no. So that just. We're going to have to get another one that says, we don't have mail this week. (laughs) (laughs) Horvain, no mail. No mail, no mail. It's kind of like, you know, uh, you know, like you you go down Christmas morning to the tree. Oh, my God. And you discover there's no presents. No packages. That's what it feels. It's just, yeah. Or coal in your stocking. No packages. Yeah, I know. No packages. Like we were bad this week. I mean, is this is this a reflection on us, Rob? Were we? I I hope we weren't bad. I I hope we were just as good as we have been every week. But I, I don't know. Are, are I, you are 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 you mad at us? Is it, is, are our listeners mad at us? What did we do? Did we do something wrong? I hope not. We're sorry, no, we really I, are. <laughs> we really are sorry. We're sorry for that. We didn't have it. So we hey, mean, whatever we did. Uh, Send us those messages, otherwise Rob's really going to be, you know, I don't know what he's going to look like what? next week. He'll have a long gray beard. He won't yeah. have, you know, yeah, showered gonna... for a week. I mean, who knows? I mean, he may not even recognize him. Yeah. Who knows, man? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, What will um, happen? Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, oh, wow. That's, that's yeah. really disappointing. I know. Man. I know. So maybe she'll write back next. But, uh, you know, it was bound to happen. We were on a roll there. We were. You know. As You're they say, roll. you can't always ride the crest, Rob. Maybe we should only do like one email and save the rest just we in could case do that. this happens again. Yeah. <laughs> we just were, do uh, one or two. So we're like, we, we, I think we blew our load too I, fast. I, we might have. Yeah. We might have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might have. We're on the downswing here. So I don't know. But uh, anyway, I, I so, think it's because um, you know what it is. I, I think I know what it is. What's that? It's because it's too damn freaking hot outside. Nobody wants to you know take a pen to paper and, or email and maybe you know, type shit or type anything. Yeah, maybe they're just so yeah. just maybe overheated. They're all you know, they're usually, all suffering you know, people, heat stroke or something. I don't know. Usually people are by the pool. You know, they're with their iPads. They're like, hey, I'm gonna write horror vein and that's email. normally how that's ha- I mean, that's how it happens. That's that's how that's what I envision anyway. <laughs> A pina colada in one hand, and they're typing with the other, you know. Or maybe they're dictating to somebody, hey, take this down, take this down. You know, they have a secretary with them or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, we're going to have to, I got to write write horror vein. Take take a note. Take a note, secretary. That's right. That's right. Um, So, anyway, (laughs) I know. I'm just as bummed as you are. So... You know, oh I can't stress enough to our listeners. We love reading your messages and we love hearing from you. So please drop us a line, and uh, I hope you've enjoyed the mail as much as we have. Um, I, w- I wish I could have had a video of you when you checked the the email and you went. I just yeah, it was nothing. I might have let out a. <sighs> you know what I do? Maybe, maybe the email uh, is broken or something. Maybe I need maybe to check all a, mail. I don't know. Maybe Not there just, was a. Yeah. It could have went. Could have went to the, um, the spam folder. You know, in huh? the spam folder. 
That's probably what We'll happened. check the spam. We got so many emails yes. that it all went to the spam folder. Yes. That's what happened. We know the love is still out there. We just, you know, maybe I'm just not seeing it. I don't know. I, I got to check it out. But I think, I think our, our reign uh, is ended. I, I, I hope not. Uh, I hope is that not. what happened? We're just, that's, you know. Yeah. I, the king is dead. Is no. that what happened? Yeah. Sauron <laughs> wins this one. I don't know. There's a Lord of the Rings, re- Rings reference for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the wow, ring. This stuff comes uh, out of anywhere. I don't know I where that came I lost the ring, from. Rob. I lost the ring. Anyway, oh. but um, yeah. So uh. you know, um, drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. And um, we, again, we enjoy reading the messages. And I hope you guys like that part too. Um, so you see, I feel like I'm just being so depressing here. I, I, I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't want to sound. You that are. Way. I know. I know. That's probably why no one's listening. I- <laughs> That's why they're not writing us, because we're so down. I hope not. we got to be, like, chipper and happier. I know, I know, I know. And actually talk about horror. Well, yeah, we we will, and we we will be shortly. I I knew the sports was going to come back and bite us in the ass. I knew it. Oh, don't even get me started, Rob. Oh, my God. I knew it. That's what's going to happen. But uh, we're going to have to take a break here. Yeah. Well, (laughs) this is a, a brutal week. This is the trade deadlines, like, Saturday, so... It's bad, so. But uh, we're gonna take a we're break. We're gonna take a break. And, we, I will uh, not. I will not continue on that path. That's just too I, depressing. I think Don has to take another bathroom break. But um, <laughs> we'll come back and, uh, and <laughs> talk about uh, 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 Brian directed movie. Yeah, Carrie. Yes, we are starring Sissy Spacek <sighs> and a bunch of oh other God. stars. We'll anyway, get into absolutely, and a bunch of all the stars you never heard of. No, I'm just kidding. I um, we'll be back. After these messages from our sponsors. Talk to you in a bit. You are listening to the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. My name is Alistair Kane. I'm a collector of rare occult items and a ceremonial magician. I've searched my entire life for the lost journals of Dr. Crow. Now that I've found them, I've been called upon to embark on a dangerous quest with my sidekick, Blaze Barton, to search out and destroy all that is evil. The Lost Journals, an original horror story, written and produced by Robert Massetti. You can listen to The Lost Journals on your favorite podcasting apps, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, and now iHeartRadio. All part of the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. If you're looking for something fun, geeky, and motivational to listen to, check out this podcast, Shannon the Slayer, where we are slaying negativity and taking your mentality to the next level, one episode at a time. So if you're ready... It's time to level up. And we're back with more of the incredible horror thing. Yes. The world's best damn podcast. Uh, And I'm your host, uh, Robert Mancetti. I'm your co-host, Don Fisher. And this week, we're talking about the incredible 
classic mm. 1976's <sighs> Carrie, written by, well, based on a book by Stephen King. Yes. Directed by Brian De Palma. And stars a prothera of actors. Oh, man, <laughs> oh does God. it. Yes. And it's, let's see, Sissy Spacek, Piper Laurie, mm-hmm. John Travolta, yep. William Cat, yep. Nancy Allen, Amy Irving, PJ Souls, and Edie McClurg I know from she- Ferris Bueller and Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. Yes. And Betty Buckley. Who's Betty Buckley? She was the, um, isn't she the teacher that tries to, that goes to her aid and is by her, you know, defends her and from the, she's the, um, the gym teacher. Gym teacher, yeah. That's Betty Buckley. Well, what, what else was she in? She is, she was Broadway show uh, Hello, Dolly. Oh. That's Betty, I'm pretty sure that's Betty Buckley. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure she's been in a ton of other shit. But I know she did uh, Broadway uh, Hello, Dolly, if I'm not mistaken. I might be really, really wrong on this. And if I am, I apologize. Um, (laughs) But I believe that's who who that is. But um, Now, now, before we begin. Oh, Rob. Wow. uh, Had you have seen this movie before? No, I have not. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. I mean... So this was a total surprise for I you. have to be honest with you. I obviously had heard of it. Yes. I had seen pictures of it. I don't even think I watched the trailer. I was hoping you'd never seen it before. I was hoping. Oh, praying. and it just didn't look that good to me from mm-hmm. just... Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't hear a lot yeah. about it, but I just... I saw, you know, I, obviously the, the, the classic iconic picture of her with all the blood. Yeah. You yeah. know, you see that everywhere. And it's like, yeah. it just didn't look like any type of exciting thriller, horror flick. You know, it just didn't, it didn't spark my interest for whatever reason. I, I don't know. Yeah. I knew Stephen King. I know it was based on a book by Stephen King. I, need, I did know that. Did you know that Brian De Palma directed No. No. And mm-hmm. I, I think I knew it was Sissy Spacek. But beyond yeah. that, I just, yeah, it just didn't enter my radar. It didn't hop on the radar for some reason. And then... Um, but I, I, Travolta in it. I, I'm, then I'm looking at the cast. Did that throw you for a loop when you saw John Travolta? I'm in this like, movie? what the hell? And I, and I think before I watched it, I went online and I looked at the cast and I'm like, holy cow. Wow. Um, oh, you did look at the cast. I think okay, I might so have. Or maybe it was right. when I was beginning credits. I don't remember, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is star studded. I mean, the greatest American hero, William Catt. Yeah. Um, yeah. who I, th- I thought everybody was fantastic. I, I like everyone's fantastic in this. Everybody. Film. John Travolta was great. Fantastic. PJ is PJ. And yeah. speaking of her, I loved yeah. the hat bit. That was fantastic. Yes. When she was in the and, salon and, and it was on top yes. of the hairdryer. <laughs> yes. I lost yes. my mind. Yes. Oh my yes. God. And then she wears it to the prom and it's yes. this goofy hat with like a little rainbow yes. thing on each side. It might, it might even have wings on it. it. It's this bright red hat. And and she's wearing, and if you notice, like in the in the scene where they're all doing push-ups and working, she's got doing it the on. workouts. She has the hat, the... but she has different. But she has different shorts on. You know, everyone's oh, in their gym uniforms. In yellow. Yeah. And why is she wearing a red like satin shorts yeah. with her red hat? Right. <laughs> I was like, that's funny. Oh, man. I, love I, that. I just love that. It it wasn't subtle, 
I don't. I, I wouldn't call it subtle because it was pretty in your face and it was pretty noticeable, <laughs> but it wasn't. How do I want to put this? I think it was just meant for you to just catch, catch, like, and, to, and just to, to pick up on. You know what time, I mean? Like, it wasn't like in your but, face. Oh, here's our joke. It was like, let's see if you pick up on this, and then once you do, well, it's it funny. It kept on. Yeah, it kept on her career. Oh, was, that was the first time that she did it. Okay. And it kept, she kept wearing a hat through a lot of the different movies that she did. Except Halloween. You see PJ Scholes, she was always wearing some kind of red hat. Now, it was interesting because I, uh, I watched the making of documentary and had an interview with PJ Scholes. And she said that she came in wearing this hat oh my God. for the audition. And Brian De Palma loved it and said, hey, I want you to come back, but, but bring that hat. We, we want the oh hat. Oh, my God. And that worked into it because the Palma loved it. Hilarious! She wore it to the prom. It was a riot. I'm like, you got, and the salon was the best. That she had it on top of the <laughs> hair dryer. She's got it on top that of was hair. fucking amazing. So, oh my god, um, I can't say enough about this film. I, I just, <sighs> I loved. I mean, from the beginning. I mean, this poor yeah. girl. You yeah. feel for Sissy Spacek so much. You, you just, I mean, it is just—it's heartbreaking. Her. Yeah. It is gut-wrenching yes. for her. I mean, you are literally—you're—you're you're invested in that character right oh. away. You—you you can't let go of that character. You can't. Right after from that beginning, yes, that beginning. I mean, it's so the horrific. first scene. It's the very first yeah. scene where they're playing, playing volleyball, and she's yeah. the reason they lose a point or lose the game, and then somebody yep. smacks her on the head or something or hits her with the ball, which was PJ Souls with her head. Yeah, and it's like. It, and it doesn't, and it just doesn't let up from there. They torture yeah. this girl, and it's yeah. not. It's just, it's a natural. That's what I wanted to say. It, it's not like okay, let's write certain scenes to make it so brutal for this girl. It, it's just, it was a natural progression, is which I yeah. what I really liked. Like it wasn't forced. You know, yeah. she she was shy to begin with. Okay, that that mm -hmm. you know that's that's. And an overbearing religious mother. And an overbearing uh, religious mother. mother. Um, yes. But, you know, she's just very reserved, so that doesn't help. So she's kind of starting, right. you know, in the negative to begin with. And then, you know, you got yeah. all these popular girls, and there are all these cliques, and it's high school, and everybody can identify. And yep. that's the other thing. You know, we talk about yep. how you can identify with the characters, and you can, you can identify with the scenes and the story. Like when we talk about Halloween, everybody can identify with, you know, a babysitter. You know, we were all kids once. Right. We, we had a babysitter. You know, everybody went through high school, and, you know, for the most part, I'm sure there were cliques and, you know, in, in every high school. And, um, you know, she just – she was an outcast for the most part, right. and she just didn't yeah. fit in. And then, um, you know, and, they, they, and that shower scene, oh, my God. Yeah. Just and they just torture this girl. So I, I'm yeah. not going to obviously go scene by scene, but I tell you one thing that I was surprised at, but then I was like, "Wow, this really works." Um, yeah. William Cat is like the star track yeah. uh, athlete, whatever the, you know, the yeah. sporto. He's the yeah. yeah, and then he's dating this really pretty girl, and they get the idea Amy that um, I'm going to have him ask her out to the prom. The prom, and you right. think all along. That this is part of them messing with her, right? You think that this is just them, and she and she and she and suspects, she suspects too. it too. Yeah. And for the most part, you're like, and the teacher and the gym and teacher. the gym teacher, like, wait, you know, come on, wait a minute, what's the? She even confronts the couple and says, you know, yeah. what, you know, I mean, we were born at night, but not last night. She doesn't say that, but you know, like, come on, 
Are you serious? But right. it's written so well that you believe it. And, mm-hmm. you know, when he picks her up and, and she's like, she keeps refusing and he's like, well, you liked my poem. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that works. Even though he didn't write it and he admits that, it, it worked. On, yeah. 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 And then when they go to the prom, it's like you just believe it. You genuinely yeah. believe that this William Cat, I don't know whatever his character is, but William Cat falls for her. Like he right. starts to really f- have feelings for her. She yeah. is a pretty girl. And then she dolls up for the prom. She puts some makeup on. She does her hair. And she has a nice pretty dress that she made, but yeah. which is like pretty and pink-esque. But I still love that, you know. But she's smart. And she's, she's, a, a, she's smart, a smart girl. Yeah. She's been so com- uh, repressed. Yeah. But she's smart. She has this. She really is. She could be part of that crowd. Mm-hmm. But because of her overbearing, protective mother. Well, and yeah. she's been shut in right. forever. Right. That she doesn't know how to relate to other people. Because her mother's but saying that boys him, are bad and dating's bad. Right. right. With right. him, he finally breaks the barriers and gets her to rela- relax. And he finally sees her for what she really is. Yeah. That's why he falls for her. Totally agree. That scene, the one scene that I love, they're dancing at the prom and the camera's going around in circles. Yes. Around them. Yeah. And it keeps getting spinning faster and faster. Right. That's how she's feeling. You feel exactly how she did. This film is directed so masterful. Oh, oh my God. It's unbelievable. I, I, I really think, that, I mean, I've seen uh, all of Brian De Palma's films, and this was one of his earliest films. And I, I look at it, still look at this movie in awe and how it's directed. It's just unbelievable. Really, it's mind-boggling. It really is. Uh, and and especially if you look at the one scene and you, you don't even notice it, but in the prom scene, <clears throat> they show the uh, the 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 two people picking up the uh, ballots. Yeah, it starts off. That's it's one shot. It starts off shows them picking up the ballots. They go over the thing. She drops the ballots on the floor. She kicks, kicks it to the aside. back, and then she yeah. gets gets the the new ones the out of his ballots, coat. Right. She goes over. Yeah. She goes over, drops it at the table. Now it's all one dolly shot. And then they go over and they go over to the stage and you see the cord and then you see Amy Irving come in from the back and she's around there seeing that, oh, they won, whatever. Right. And then the camera goes up and follows the cord and then it goes over and then you see the bucket full of blood. Mm-hmm. All one shot, all one take. Now, they interviewed Brian De Palma. They said it took them all day to shoot. It did 35 wow. takes, 35 fucking takes because something would go wrong. But he and he wanted and the, that continual shot. I see. Okay. Now the studio, the head of the studio came down because they couldn't get the shot. The stu- head of the studio came down and was yelling and screaming, and "Going, what the fuck are you doing? You're not getting anything done." He's like, "I'm trying to do this shot," and he's trying to explain it to him. He's like, "I gotta get the shot. I gotta have it this way." Yeah. And he's like, "You can fire me, but there's a reason why I'm doing it." And nobody got it. And even the crew was like, "What the fuck, man? Just thirty-five takes. Yeah, just take it. Yeah, just take. The- can't we do it some other way?" But it works so well because it, it just it shows you everything. I mean, I, I, anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I, I am telling I, I you, just, Rob, I'm watching this prom scene, and it is just nerve-wracking. I mean, hmm. my, my stomach is in knots because you know what's going to happen. Right. There's no secret. Yeah. And you see Which them is- having such a wonderful time, and you, she's finally coming out of her shell. This is like her proudest— right. Happiest moment right. of her life. 
I yeah, mean, and I'm, I'm getting emotional. Yeah. I swear to God. I mean, it, it's like right. yeah. this poor girl. She's finally, right. she tells off her mom. It took right. everything in her power to do that. She's like, I'm going, I'm going to this dance. She risks everything literally with her mom. She goes with this, this you know, like the, the most popular guy in school. She can't, it's like a fucking, it's like Cinderella. I swear to God, it right. reminded me of Cinderella. Yeah. It did. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and she's there. And you just feel so much for her, enjoying herself, and you're so happy for her. But right. on the other hand, you know what's coming, and you just can't believe this is going to happen to her. And you know, and is, it's it's just it's killing. It's just killed me. It's classic Hitchcock suspense. Yeah, the audience knows something that the character doesn't. Yeah, it's like, and they talk about that, and it's like uh, they do this in uh, Touch of Evil, beginning shot of T- Touch of Evil. Um, Charlton Heston, they're in Mexico. Someone puts a bomb in the back of the car in a car truck. So the camera follows this car with this bomb in it. Yeah. And you're like, when the fuck is this bomb going to go right. off? It's the same thing happening here. It's like, here's got this bucket of blood over oh them. You God. know it's going to fall on her, but you don't know when. And she's about to pull the cord and it's all like. It's and, just, uh, and they, and they, and they wait till she has the sash yeah. and the tiara yeah. And she's all she's the, smiles, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh my god, this is just this is just gonna kill me. It just so you believe it when she loses it and turns evil. That, oh, absolutely. You're like you you've been you've been you've been you believe it. You've been you've seen everything these people have done her, and you're like, yes. I don't fucking blame her. If I had the power, I'd probably do. I, the I'd same be like, I would have snapped at that point. Right. I, and it's that's yeah. why it's so believable. It's like it's it didn't come like, out of it's nowhere. Like, no, it, no. Well, it's not like a regular prank. You're you're covered in pig's blood. Right, right. It's not like your typical pl- prank. You know these people are fucking sick. Yeah, like you slipped on a banana you know? peel or somebody squirted a water gun. I mean, this and, is pig drained blood right. from a pig. Yeah, yeah. Right. And and it's just and, and, wow. And the other thing was is that here you have the gym teacher who's trying to help her and does everything to try to help her, but yet she gets caught in the crossfire and gets killed. Well, what about she wouldn't believe Amy Irving? She's trying to warn yeah. her. She's trying to tell her, "Hey, wait a yeah. minute! Something's going on over here." Yeah, that, it, yeah, yeah. That's you know great. what I'm saying? That, that's great scene. Yeah, John Travolta yeah. and, and she, the blonde. And, or, yeah, and she thinks that she's in on it, right? Because it, it's all set up beautiful, oh. beautiful. And she wouldn't it believe all comes her. To head. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Let me tell you, 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 you hit the nail right in the head. Incredible writing. Yeah. Because why would she believe? So, her? Because they've right. been all they, they've been all messing with her this this whole entire yeah. time, so now yeah. she's trying to tell her, oh, there's something up. No, oh, come on, give it a rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah. Oh. and then mm. after she snaps, mm. I'm like, wow, it is just it it's it's horrific. I mean, yeah. I. I I'm like, first I thought, okay, what is she gonna do? Okay, you could tell. I mean, the evil in her face, yeah. you know, the 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 evilness, the the look on her face is is just yeah. is it's perfect. Something else. And I think, all right, she's just gonna mess with them. She's just gonna teach them a lesson. You know, I don't know. I, and the thing is, like you say, I, I had never seen it, so I didn't know how far mm-hmm. she was gonna go. I'm like, all right, she just gotta. She's got the the fire hose. She's she's gonna douse them all. She's gonna teach them a lesson, and then we're done. <laughs> no. The whole fucking place lights on. I mean, she's electrocuting people with the microphone and the, the sound yeah. equipment, which starts fire a fire. The whole place down. She slams all the doors so they can't get out. And this is all yeah. telekinesis. And what I loved yeah. 
is that they have hints of it in the beginning of the film and and yes. and, in, and later in the film, and then she does research in the, from the library because right. she doesn't yeah. understand what these powers are. It's like, what is this? Yeah. You know, I was able to move an ashtray. Oh my God! Wait a minute. Right. You know, it's almost like Spider Man when he got a Am bit I by the, the only spider, one? right? Yeah. And yeah. he's got all these yeah. powers now, and he doesn't even fucking understand what the hell exactly. happened. Right. That were that's right. what it reminded me of. So she's yeah. researching it, and now she's figuring out what the hell it is. And then she says, you know, yeah. other people have this too, and she's trying to tell her mom, dude, I, I'm sorry. Oh. If, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm stealing the floor no. here, I can't help it. No. I, I cannot stop. No. This movie is unfucking believable It is amazing. It is just... Pi- and then when she... Piper Laurie, Piper Laurie who plays uh, Sissy Spacek's mother, yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. She is so believable. I mean, even the scene where she goes over to the neighbor's house and she's doing, you know, trying to sell her Bible stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Her expressions and the way she does everything. Yeah. Oh, my God. She was was amazing. She was great. And the one scene, and I had forgot about it. Yeah. um, When Sissy, she comes back after the prom, Sissy's basics covered in blood. She goes upstairs. She's looking for her mother. There's a scene. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh my Go God! Ahead. She goes upstairs and she's like, "Oh, I'm going to take a, uh, a, bath. a bath, yeah, to get all this blood off me." The camera comes in and you see behind the door her mother standing there, and I was like, "I forgot about that." Shocked the crap out. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh oh yeah. That was awesome. And then and then she well before we even get to that yeah, um, she just she lights the whole fucking gymnasium on or wherever that you know the banquet room or wherever yeah. they were on fire. And then, and John Travolta and the blonde go to run her over, her and she just destroys yes, the car. Yeah. And you think the movie's over. You mm. think it's done. And you're like, no. oh, my God. You're trying to catch your breath. And she goes home, and we'll pick up where you just left off. She yeah. takes a bath. We cut, you know, it's a lot, it's a quieter, more calm moment. You think I, I like, you know, I like the fact that they go in there and she's taking a bath and then you feel exactly how she feels. She's sitting in this bathtub by herself, right? Covered in pig's blood, washing his blood yeah. off of her. She's, oh, I, you can't sympathize enough for this character. You can't. And then she goes to hug her mom and wants support oh, from her. Finally, she's mo- like, oh, her mother understands. Yep. She's like, oh, finally getting a hug my mom. And she pulls a knife and stabs her. her in the fucking, <laughs> stabs her in the back. Falls down I'm the like, stairs. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, my God. And then God. her mother had lost it. Her mother had lost it. She's just kind of like, she's got this expression on her face. She's got the knife, waving the knife in her hand going, ah! Yeah, she's absolutely gonna, just gone. We're going to go together. This is it. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> yeah. And she's chasing her and around then, the house with a knife. It's just. And they set up the whole thing. Like in the beginning of the movie, they set up the whole thing with uh, her mother locking her in a closet. She's pounding. And and then um, she starts praying to St. Saint, Saint Sebastian, I think yeah. it is. or. Um, and it's he's got arrows in them, and it's all set up to where the ending, where she sends the, you know, the knives and the cutlery into her mother, and she's hanging there. Yeah, and looks just like, like in that the same statue. position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all set up. I love it. I love that kind of oh shit. My God. And even the even the dinner scene before she goes to prom, and she's talking about, and her mother throws a fucking drink in her face, and I'm like, what the fuck, oh, I know. dude? She's trying how, to talk how, about how this guy, yeah. uh, you know, I'd like to go, and he asked me to prom. I mean, it's just, it's. Well, I'm like, wow. oh, 
this poor girl, man. I'm like, oh my god, I just want to hug her and just go, oh, it's okay. You really get do. Get away from these fucking. You really do. Get away from these fucking assholes that are all in your life. You want to just reach through Nobody. the TV and and just give her a hug. You really do. And then they have, and then they're having dinner, and in the background they have the Last Supper. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's, it's just it's it's the uh, symbolism. And now I know we're jumping ahead, but I I had to ask you because. It when I first saw this movie, it got me. Oh yeah, and it got me for years. Oh yeah, because I'd seen this movie several times. But at the end, when she goes yes to the lot yes, Amy Irving goes to the lot and she's putting the flowers down. Yes. Did that get you it did. when the hand popped up? Yes, it did. It's so well timed, so well done. It's this suspense. You don't expect this hand coming you out don't. of the ground. You don't. And it comes up so quick, it fucking startles you to death. I mean, it's that one. And Brian De Palma has always been known, yeah. then on, to do those. That there's always that little scare at the end. Yeah, <laughs> and he's masterful at oh, it. Oh yeah. Say what you will, whether or not you like Brian De Palma or not, and say, "Oh, he's a Hitchcock ripoff and all this other shit." He isn't. He is not. He is influenced by Hitchcock. Yes, yes. But he created his own style, and this movie works so well. And I, I don't even think Hitchcock could do as well. God, it's in so this movie. Good than he did it's so good oh and what's in, also interesting is the fact that here you got this horror film it, 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 um when brian De Palma was casting for this movie he was in him and george lucas were casting at the same time george lucas was casting for star wars yeah and he was casting for carrie and they and they they um shared a casting session so he's like well if you don't like them i'll take them wow <laughs> So, yeah, um, William Cat was up for Luke Skywalker. No way. He was in, yeah, he was up for Luke Skywalker. He didn't get it, and he's like, I'll take him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they interviewed him, too, and he was like, yeah, I was up for Luke Skywalker. Amazing. Oh, my God. Everybody and, was terrific. Um, and, and then Sissy Spacek and Piper Laurie uh, both get nominated for Academy Awards that year. They did. Yes. They, for the performance. They earned it. Oh. Uh, Sissy Spacek was uh, nominated. She didn't win, but she was uh, nominated for Best Actress, and Piper Laurie was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. They didn't win, but they were nominated. And it was like unheard of that a horror film was nominated for two Academy Awards. See, that should that should tell you something. That should speak volumes. It does tell you something. What? Because I I I really think I look at 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 Sissy Spacek's performance, and I look. The scenes with uh, Sissy Spacek and Piper Laurie together, those scenes are devastating. They are so good. That's acting beyond. Yeah. And even Brian De Palma says he doesn't know where this stuff was coming from. He was in awe when he was directing. Yeah. Going, you know, these actors were really into the part and they got it and they understood what I was trying to do. And it works. Oh, when a film works. You just, it is just pure. You feel it's pure, pure joy. Heaven. I mean, I was just. Yeah. Uh, here's a little funny <laughs> side note. So I go on Amazon, and it's three dollars and eighty cents to rent, and four dollars and ninety cents to buy. <laughs> so I bought it. Uh, that's a no. Bl- it was no a no brainer. Well, yeah. I hadn't seen it, yeah. and you know, and I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know. I mean, I, I. So, but I'm like, all right, for another dollar or whatever. Wow. 
Yeah. I just, from the beginning to end, I mean, what a ride. It, it's just, I mean, what an emotional experience. I, I, I mean, I just, <laughs> I just, it ran the gamut, man. I, I was just yeah. like, I had, there was some humor in there. There was just, yeah. there was some sadness. There everything. was just, you felt it's horrible for you. I mean, you, I mean, you got a little spooked here and there. I mean, you, I mean, you were just terrified. I mean, it was just like, oh my God. It's. I know we've said this before that this movie had everything. This movie's got everything. It. It is just. It's a masterpiece. It really is. It's in um, uh, AF American Film Institute's uh, top 100 of all time. It's. A, it deserves to be there. It's. It's a. It's an amazing. An amazing film. Um, I hadn't seen it in a long time, and I was just like, "Oh, this is why I fell in love with Brian De Palma's work." And uh, when he did, you know, Blowout and uh, Trust the Kill and Body Double and, oh, my, you know, <laughs> yeah, Scarface and Untouchables and, oh, my oh, God, yeah. this guy's amazing, you know. Um, but <sighs> the, the the performances in this film, and, 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 the, and another thing is, is that uh, they had shot an opening that was not in the film. Okay. Um, the opening was supposed to be where uh, Sissy Spacek comes outside and sees this woman next door sunbathing and he and you know her kind of her breasts are exposed yeah. and she goes oh your your fluffy pillows are showing and stuff like that and her mother comes out and goes oh you know grabs her and pulls in her house and starts yelling at her for disturbing the neighbors or something like that okay and she makes these rocks fall out of the sky so the these stones were supposed oh. to be hitting and they couldn't make they couldn't make it work so at the end if you look at the film again, you notice that it looks like these rocks are coming through, but it, it works because you think it's just debris. But it was supposed to be rocks come down, destroy the house. Oh. From, yeah. I'm, I was meaning to ask you that. What was your take on that? Uh, at the end, um, when um, she kills her mother yes. and she goes into the closet, what... What's going on? Why does the house collapse? What's what's happening in your view, or what are your thoughts on that? I think um, she just wanted to be released, and um, it just kind of was a whole like culmination of she just killed her mother, right? And even though she her mother tortured her and did all these things to her, she still loved her, right? It was still it was still love there, right? And I, I think it was just too much, and she just was like, you know what, we should just all. You wanted this to happen anyway, because she was already stabbed. You didn't know how, how bad, right? She was. So she did this with the telekinetic um, power with the house and everything. Yes, that was all her. Yes. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. And but the ending was supposed to be that it was rocks coming from heaven that she brought and destroyed the house. But they but, couldn't make um, it work. It just came down. So they just. But the closet, the closet was something that she spent a lot of time in. Right. You know, she did all her prayers there. It, it made her, I guess, think, you know, what was going on. It it was just a culmination of everything, and she was, just, you know, it's like, ah, eh, we're all going to hell, so let's go. Let's just let's end it now. It's sad. It's a sad ending. It really, it really is. is. Sad. It's not. There's nothing happy about it. And um, it. What else can she do? She just killed everybody. <laughs> well, that's the other thing too, right? She just killed everybody in the book. Uh, she destroys the whole town. But uh, I, I like what she did in this, what they did with this. It, it works. It, it really works. 
it's more personal. And the fact that it was already set up, I think she had a preconceived notion that this was going to happen because if if you looked at the the statue in the in that room, yeah, it kind of ties everything together. Sure. You know, Premeditated, you know, because she's yeah, right. She's you know, it's the all this religious undertones of overbearing religion, religion trying to, um, you know, it, it's not protection, it's fear. You know, that overbearing of you're not going to let your children out of the house because you think they're going to get pregnant and, and destroy their lives and all this right, other shit. Right. But it's, it's more than that. Her husband left her because she was mentally not there. I think the mental unstableness was there, too, with, with Carrie. And it just kind of, everything just snapped. And it was just like, eh, might as well just end. Well, that's like you just said. She it, just yeah. killed everybody in the school or most of yeah, most of everyone's gone. So it's like, what's there? There's nothing really left for what's, me. It's it right. kind of it's like a really it's like Night of the Living Dead. I mean, it's like I I know yeah. you know I you know any excuse I can get to bring that <laughs> movie up, I I'll I'll do it. Um, it it's just it's everybody dies. It's it's a very well. I mean, obviously not the sheriff and all that, but everybody in the farmhouse. Everybody that you were pulling for, and it's like yeah. you know, that's what happened here. Because I remember thinking that I'm like, okay, she just killed everybody at the prom, and the two yeah. people that were gonna just run her over, and she just killed her mom. So now yeah. what? Where do you go from here? Yeah. So even though yeah. I didn't want her to die, I didn't want that to happen. Yeah, I wanted yeah. her to live. You wanted you, the happy ending. You wanted a happy ending. You wanted her no... to. You know, like there is no happy like, ending. Like s- yeah. rise from the ashes, so to speak, like a phoenix. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like o- overcome all this and 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 walk off into the sunset or something. You know, and and ha- there, and start a new life. There is no getting over it. There is yeah. nothing. Yeah, you can't. There's nothing there. There's you. I mean, it's just the one. Uh, you know, like you said in the prom. I th- I think what well, if you really look at it, the prom encompasses everything she ever wanted. It done, in her life. I know. She, would, she wanted and a boyfriend to date. And she finally realized that no matter what, even if she and she got what she wanted, it always ended up in some kind of tragedy and something happened to her. I know. And it did the same thing when she came home and she thought she was safe and she goes to her mother. She hooks her mother. Her mother stabs her. So what the hell does she have to live for? You're right. Nothing. You're right. And you feel, it's, and it's terrible. so, and it's just, it just kills you. It absolutely yeah. just... Because you're absolutely right. You know, she finally gets out of the house. I know I said this a little bit yeah. before, but you know, she's never dated this this real this hunk. You know, this this most yeah. popular guy. She's she can't believe she's going to the prom. I mean, she can't believe she won. Now she doesn't know it was all rigged. But you know, she didn't even want to vote for herself. You know, who would vote for me? You know, and she even says right. that you know nobody would vote for me. And all this wonderful stuff happens, and then it just goes to shit, and it just it just devastates you. It and just, it's, and it's it, really I mean, her mother's it just takes fault. The, oh my god! And it's and her and it's really her mother's fault. Her mother was so distraught by her husband leaving her, yeah, and let her, her you know, think. So she she delved into religion to try to cope with it, and the religion just made things worse. And nothing against religion, but it was part of the the downfall of everyone yeah in <laughs> well she just she was too protective and too possessive too protective and, too um she was over the overboard yeah. on everything yeah. it was yeah. all to the to these extreme levels of right. oh you're going to go with a boy and it was always like well if you're with the boy what happens and they're going to they're going to 
um, they're going to, um, you know, laugh at you. That was the whole thing. They're going to laugh at you. And that's what happened. And then even though people weren't laughing at her, she saw them laughing at her. Yeah. Just like her mother oh, did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. After the you know, pig when her blood, mother came in, yeah. her, when her mother came in and saw her in a dress, she's like, why are you wearing a, a red dress? Right. And she's like, no, mom, it's pink. Because she sees a red dress. She sees that cliche of, oh, a woman wearing a red dress, she's asking for it. Right. It's all about that fear of sex. Yeah. That fear of, oh, you can't feel anything because you're a woman. You're not supposed to feel any kind of, you know, sexual things and uh, the repression and oh. trying to keep everyone. It's the whole, you know, high school is that. Everyone's trying to keep you down because they're they're afraid you're going to do something wrong. Well, part of that's part of life. You're going to do things wrong, and that's how you learn. That's right. You know, hopefully you have a good enough head on your shoulders to realize that you learn from your mistakes, and it makes you a better person. Yeah. When you try to overprotect, you can't. You can't protect. You can't do everything. You're not doing. Keeping people locked in the room is not the answer. Right. You know. Right. It's. You know, the I, other, I just love the the other thing I wanted uh, to bring up is. It's so it it's this movie is so believable, you know. In yeah, some everything. films, you might say, "Okay, they wouldn't go to that extreme, or they wouldn't pick on her that much, or come on, this is this is just this is too far fetched." But she interrupts their lives enough. She makes it like she loses the volleyball game for them, and then um, you know the teacher that supports her flips the script on the girls. Like, all right, you know, for 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 picking on. Oh, you know, from the sh- from the shower scene, from the shower scene. Yeah. Remember all that, and then and they they were just absolutely mm-hmm. just torturing the hell out of her. She disciplined the girls, yeah. and so you know through this, you just see the hatred build for Carrie yeah. with these other girls, and that's why you know can them concocting these the, these the hatred's been there for years but it but just, it just keeps came building to and building right. and that's yeah. why this 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 thing at the prom is so believable. It, it's it's fucking evil as hell, but you yeah. buy it because it's it's they build it, you know. It just didn't come out of nowhere, you know what I mean? It's just like, all right, we're really gonna mess with her this time, and um, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get her back, you know. They because the thing yeah. is, the teacher made him do push-ups and all this extra yeah. stuff to, in class, and you know, I mean, they, you know, really put the screws to him, and they're like, oh shit, you know, and um, yeah, it's just so well written. I can't even tell you and directed. Oh my God, and the acting and and it's just it's not your. Would you agree, Rob? It's not your typical horror film. Like no, most of the gore. I mean, no. it's not even gore, but most of the horror, no. quote unquote, happens at the end. At the end. Yeah. But you need everything. And that's what I like about the film. It's not about her powers. I mean, it's part of it that it's not focused on right you know in typical horror film would focus on her powers right. and doing evil with her powers right. and all this other shit. right she used her powers to she didn't understand her powers right she knew she had them but she was afraid of them and then she researched them and then found out oh wow i can con- control them and when i can control my powers i can actually get things done that i want not what other people want me to do yeah because her mother wants her to do all this shit it's like now i have the power and she even says that I have this power. I'm going to do what I want to do. Right. You know, it's that rebellion. And and it's like all the teenagers. You go through that stage in high school. It's like rebellion. You hate your parents. You rebellion. You this, and that's and you take out your rebellion uh, for your parents on other kids. That's why you, they torture and kids bully and, kids and yeah, 
and bully oh, kids yeah. and all this other shit yeah. because they're being bullied at home. Right. You know, their parents are overbearing and saying, you can't do this. You're a fucking loser. You're, you're not going anywhere in life and blah, blah, blah. They're not supportive in what they do. And mm-hmm. uh, so they end up, you know, lashing out and, you know, driving fast cars, drinking beer and fucking getting high know, fucking and getting whoever, and yeah. getting in trouble. Yeah. Right? And this is the repercussions. It's it. It really is a morality story. Um, yeah. More than a horror film, it's uh, you know. But it's horrific it's, at the end. I let's, mean, let's take a moment and and actually listen to kids, and maybe you'll find out and have a better relationship with your yeah. son or daughter yeah. if you actually listen to them, right? And find out what they want, and explain to them all the things that can happen, and then you know, there's nothing you can do about it. Especially, especially when they're older and they've grown. You know, I mean, the raising is pretty yeah. much done, you know, in high school. If you haven't raised them by then, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you can still I mean, teach them every, a few everyone's things. Everyone's done that. I mean, in high school, everyone, I mean, we went out and got crazy and all this sure. other shit. And, yeah. But you realize later on, you're like, well, you know, that was kind of stupid. We had fun. But I learned. I learned. Yeah. From that, mm-hmm. you know, we never went overboard like that. We were never overbearing and trying to bully people. Yeah. But... You know, you go out drinking, have fun with your, with your friends and all this other shit, play, you know, play pranks, but not to that extreme. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I just couldn't, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe what they. Kill a pig and, and fill up a, you know, five gallon oh can God, full of blood I and just, put it in a bucket. <laughs> I just, Rob, I, 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 I knew that picture. So I knew at some point that was going to happen because that's a famous picture. Um, But I didn't know how that happened. Because I had never seen them, I'd never seen the movie. So, I, and I love the oh fact that they God. take all the sound out after the blood falls. Yes, hits the ground. Yes, the only thing you hear is that can hitting. It's like yeah. a ding. Yep. Ding, and everybody's like, "Yep." And you oh, don't hear, you know, you don't hear anything. It's exactly what she's experiencing. Yeah. And then the and then the can comes down and hits the guy in the head. Yeah. And falls down and and <laughs> everyone's like. What just happened? You know, like what the fuck? Now, when when Ooh. the laughing was that her seeing that, or were they really laughing at her? It was her seeing. That's that. what I thought. It, well, like, and then all of a sudden it goes into this kaleidoscope right. shot, right? Which I love because uh, Brian De Palma was using a split screen, and then it goes in this kaleidoscope shot. It was kind of like little it was surreal to her of, of the yeah, yeah. So it's like everything was surreal. So she was seeing. She was just out of her mind, you know, because it's like what the fuck? So surreal. Like, did this just, yeah, I can't like, believe this just, yeah, like, did this just happen? I mean. Yeah, it's like, so what did I do? I'm happen? like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going from, she goes from one extreme to where she's the prom queen. The happiest the moment of her most life. most popular guy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the next moment, she's got blood all over her and she's a, you know, a laughing stock right. and humili- humiliated yeah. and people are laughing at her. Right. You know, but the PJ Souls character started it. Yeah, that's right. You know, because she, that's right. she started laughing. She was like, ah. You know, yeah, and uh, and uh, and a little note about that scene. Uh, P.J. Soul said that um, you know the scene where they're getting um, the hoses coming at yeah. them and getting water. Now there's a scene with her. She's on the on the ground and the hose is hitting her in the face. The water. Yeah. Now the water was coming down at such force, and they didn't use a stuntman or person. She wanted to do it. When she turned her head, the water went straight into her ear. And damaged her eardrum. No. She had to go to the hospital. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's that had hurt. That That's hurt. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, I, I just, but, I, I can't say enough. I, I, I just. But when, but when I was going through this movie, and I'm like, I can't believe. And then I was like, oh, yeah, the, the one girl is from Ferris Bueller. She was the, yep. the secretary in Ferris Bueller. And then she was the, the girl the that was at, at the, the airport. At the, oh, my God. Gobble, gobble. You know I can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> Can I help you? Yes. How can I help you? That's her. I knew her right away. Right away. I love her. Oh my God, she's I love fantastic. Her. I, I was like, that's her. Yep, Holy with the glasses. Shit. She had the big glasses in the oh, in the carry. She's yeah. so good. She's so good in those two movies. Oh, um, fabulous. Ferris Bueller is this incredible movie, and then of course, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I think is just an all-time comedy oh, classic. Oh, I love that movie. And and it's uh, a small pa- scene. It's a it's a it's a small short scene, scene but, but it's important. But very and memorable. It's the, and it's the memorable. scene that got the film an R rating because it says fuck so many times. Yeah. I want a fucking car right fucking, fucking now. now. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, what? You're fucked. You're fucked. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't like the no, way you're talking to I, me, I, and I, I don't like, like the oh way your company left me I in the middle of fucking nowhere with fucking keys to a fucking car that isn't fucking there. Oh, my God. I want four wheels and a seat. Oh, my God. I was wondering if you knew that that was her, but I'm like, oh, he's got to know oh. that's her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's great. She's great. I just didn't put two and two together, and I'm like, "Holy shit, that's her!" Yep. And uh, I just think she's a wonderful she's actress. Great. She's incredible, and in anything that she and does, very distinctive. And, uh, you know, just... it's like I knew I knew who she was right away. You know, and how many yeah. years? I mean, that was well. When was Planes, Trains? Was that 80s or 90s? That was 80s. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, she was a lot older. She was young. Yeah, she was you really know, this young. Was in this. Yeah. That's why I can't believe this is 1976 that Carrie came out. You know, John Travolta was nobody. You know, this was before Greece. This was pre. This was pre Saturday Night Fever, and pre Saturday Night Fever just blew him and, up. And pre Greece, obviously too. Pre Greece, pre Saturday Night Fever, pre yeah everything. But Saturday Night Fever blew. Yeah, that put him on the map. Saturday Night Fever was such a huge movie. Yeah, and then uh, you know, then he goes on to do uh, Urban Cowboy, and then yeah, Greece. Yeah, and then, phew, just, and then his career went down to two until he did Pulp and Fiction. Then he, it did Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, and that brought him back. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Because everybody thought Tarantino he was... saved his career. He was the character from uh, Saturday Night Fever. I mean, he was he was, yeah. he was was typecast. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the whole disco thing, and I remember that. I don't know if you remember the whole uh, um, the thing with the DJ from Chicago Loop uh, when he had the uh, uh, disco demolition yeah. at Wrigley Field. Field. Yeah. Yeah, where he blew up all those records, yeah. disco records, yeah. and it was the end of disco. Yeah, because I remember that whole thing in high school with disco sucks oh, and yeah. people wearing disco sucks shirts, yeah. and he had this big explosion that turned into a like a riot. Yeah, <laughs> it was a huge thing. I'm like, holy shit! And that was that. That was that guy that fucking from Chicago Loop. <laughs> so now, for before I forget, Rob, yes. I, I I think I know what your reaction is going to be, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh oh. Uh. They had a sequel and a remake. Are you aware? I was aware of the remake. Yes. You're aware of the re- of the, the remake with Julianne Moore? Yes. She plays the mom. Yes. Did you see it? No. No. <laughs> no. And then did no. you see the sequel Rage Carry 2? No. No. <laughs> And no. do you have any plans on seeing either of no. the? No. <laughs> mm. Absolutely not. 
<laughs> but you knew that already. You already I, knew I, the I answer. I knew the that answer, yeah. but I just, you know, I just wanted to hum- for you to humor me because I just, I was just curious. Brian Palma's my boy, man. I, I can't. I don't know. see how. Yeah, I watched the trailer. It's like when they remade uh, when they remade um, Psycho. Why? Why? Why do you need? Was that Vince Psycho? Vaughn? Right. That was the Vince Vaughn movie that they shot in color, shot for shot. And I'm like, what the fuck? Did you see it? Why? Did you see it? Why? Hell no. You didn't fuck see no. it? <laughs> no. Okay. Didn't want to see it. I hear you. I got Psycho. What else? That's great. So he plays Norman Bates? on top of it. Yeah. He, okay. Yeah, Vince Vaughn was Norman Bates. Okay. Yeah. Um, I watched the trailers <laughs> to both, and I must say, yes. yeah, it's no. 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 It's just... You can't beat this movie. It is. It's just so well done. Ugh. It stands up to today. It really you, does. It, it, yeah. It, 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 that's why I can't believe it's seventy six, because it just oh, holds up to today. It has the the same. Even though I know that hand's coming, it still gets me. It yeah. Um, that hand coming up at the end. Well, like Friday thirteenth. You know it's coming, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. But did you know that Amy Irving, right at the end? Yeah. The mother is her real mother in the movie? What are you talking about? Amy Irving. At the, the end, brunette. she's yelling and screaming. Yeah, she her mother in the movie, right, is her real mother. Which one's her mother in the movie? She's the one, like, at the beginning where um, Piper Laurie. I forget her name, but um, Piper Laurie comes into the house, and she's trying to sell. Oh, her. You know, okay. Yeah. That's her real she's mom. She's on the phone. That's her real mom. Okay. And Brian De Palma did that on purpose because he likes the chemistry, and, he, and they talk about the end where she, where Amy Irving's freaking out because of the dream that she has about Sissy SpaceX's hand coming up right. out of the ground. Right. And she's and she goes, "Wow, she went into a place I'd never seen her before, but I don't think she could have done it without her mother being there." I see. So it worked so well. That's the genius of Brian De Palma. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's why he's doing it, because now they feel more comfortable. She can go to that different yeah. place because her mother's there. Wow. You know, she I don't think she could do it with another actor. No. And her mother's a really good actress, too. Wow. So, And uh, Amy Irving went on uh, later on to marry Steven Spielberg. Really? And, uh, yeah, they were uh, husband and wife for a little while. and then they got Not divorced. anymore. They're not. No, he eventually, uh, Sp- Spielberg... Uh, Married Cape Capshaw after he was doing uh, Indiana Jones, okay. and, uh, Temple of Doom, and after that movie, they got they. That's how he met Cape Capshaw okay. in that movie, and they ended up falling in love and gotten married. And they're still married till to today. But he was originally married to Amy Irving for a little while. But see, that was the whole group. See, Brian De Palma was part of the whole group. There was a group of filmmakers that came out of um, USC Film School: George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, Brian De Palma. Um, uh, Francis Ford Coppola. <sighs> they all hung together, and then he had Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma was part of it too. I think there's another. I think there's another couple of filmmakers, but they all hung out together. Incredible. They all made. They were. They would go. They would make a movie, and they would all go to their house and go, "Hey, I just made Star Wars. Want to take a look at it? What do you think? Tell oh me God. criticism." And then so they come out and he's like, oh, "I just made Carrie. What do you think?" And Spielberg and George Lucas be going, "Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, <sighs> keep that. Change this." Wow. And that's where the whole. I mean, the whole blockbuster. I mean, these filmmakers changed the course of film history. Yeah, they did. You know, George Lucas was, was with um, 
American Graffiti and Star Wars, and yeah. you know Francis Ford Coppola with uh, The Godfather, and you know, <laughs> you got Brian De Palma with Carrie and Dress to Kill, and fucking oh my God, Scarface and Jesus, incredible! It's just unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, I just I can't say enough about this film. I can't recommend it enough. I can't either. If you haven't seen it, gotta see it. Oh, Add it to your collection. Buy the damn movie. Oh. It is so worth it. It is uh, it, it, between Stephen King. They they based a lot of it off the novel, and they kept you know true as much as they could to the novel. They changed some things, but you know St- Stephen King loves this movie too. So they did it justice. Uh, it wasn't a movie that Stephen King went. Oh, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like what they did with my work. Yeah, but they no they because Brian De Palma went to Stephen King and said, "Hey, I have this idea for the ending about," and he was talking about the end scene where Carrie's arm comes up. Oh, I see. And he goes. And he, he, he ran it past Stephen King, and he went, I love it. He goes, I wish I would have thought of that. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. Steven Spielberg, Brian De Palma, all these great actors. Holy shit. How can you get any fucking uh, better? It's, it's, <laughs> what a film. It's a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. masterpiece it really is. of horror. It really is. Add it to your collection, folks. Did you know I was going to like it, Rob? I was hoping and praying that you'd have never seen the movie before. I was hoping you'd never seen the movie before because I was like, there's no way that you could watch this movie and not like yeah. it. Yeah. I hear you. And then when I watched it again, I'm like, this movie is god damn it's oh. I don't I Don would have to be dead. I, I to you you really not would like have this to movie. Be. Yeah. You would. <laughs> And that's not but a I knock like, on anybody else. I, I just if it, uh, if he hadn't seen the movie, I knew you were in for a treat because oh, I I remember seeing it. I, I I remember the first time I watched it. I watched it with my father, and the um the lights, the power went out in the apartment. <laughs> right, we watched the film, and right at the scene where CC SpaceX's hand comes up, we're like jumping in the air, and the power goes out. Oh my <laughs> god! Scared shit. I was like. Wow! Oh, this movie! I can't never watch it again. Just get the crap out of me. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I. So. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I that. got. And uh, just, I, I, I can't, I, I can't recommend it enough. And um, yeah, like Rob said, you guys, you got to see this film if you haven't. Um, oh. incredible movie, incredible. Um, before I forget, um. Yes. Well, uh, as I've alluded to in in previous shows, uh, I'm going to be going on vacation next week. So, John's taking a vacation. Yeah, I think it's because of the viewer mail. Because like, I'm I'm (laughs) actually, I got to get out of town. I got to get out of town. Well, actually, I'll have a lot to talk about the next time we do a show, which will be the following (laughs) week, because I'm going to Pennsylvania and we're going to be visiting the Evans City Cemetery, where they film Night of the Living Dead. So oh, that's yeah. You're gonna. I'm very excited about, about I'm, that. I'm, I'm, so I'm excited. I'm, I mean, we're gonna do yeah. obviously other things, but that was the one thing yeah. that kind of put our focus on. Hey, let's you know, let's go to Pennsylvania if if you really want to see this thing, and, and then we'll just do other things. So that's kind of how it all started. Um, so yeah. I won't be in town next week. So uh, we will record the following week, the week of the ninth. So week of the we're gonna ninth. just so uh, next week we're taking a break, folks. Yeah, just so you know. So. Just wanted to let you guys know. We haven't abandoned you, just Correct. so you know. But yeah, we'll just be wanted back. to let you all know. We'll be back. It's just we'll next week. We're two gonna, weeks. <laughs> going to hit the pause button next week, just because I'm going to be out of town. So. Just to take a little vacation, yeah. folks. Because we all need that Gearing once up in a while. To, yeah. 
Well, it's, you know, it's a good lead-in because, you know, we're coming up into the busy season with uh, Halloween coming up in the next yeah. couple months. So, you know, yeah, before you know yeah. it, um, the fall will be here and Halloween and yeah. Halloween and Christmas. God, it's going to be a year <laughs> since we did the, remember we did the um, the four Halloween films? Hall- we did yeah. Trick or Treat, Halloween, uh, I don't know, we don't. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're probably going to do like uh, ha- Halloween you know, of course, the the new. Oh yeah, because that the new comes Halloween. out. Halloween. Um, we'll do the new Halloween because we'll, you know, that'll be our probably our topper because the the nineteen eighty, no, oh, no, two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Halloween, and then we'll probably do like Halloween uh, Kills because that comes out the thirty first, right? Yeah, but. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see how that works yeah, out. But I'm just saying, like the whole month, sneak the whole in. month of October, we're probably going to be doing like Halloween three, four. Yeah, because we haven't done that. Haven't, yeah, with uh, haven't done those. Danielle. Daniel. Yeah. Daniel Harris. Yeah. yeah. So that's gonna be cool. So you got a lot to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, we might even in do the three. coming months. Shit, I'd like to do three yeah. with you. Okay. Uh, um, Hell yeah. So we'll see. But um, we'll see. We'll do our our annual Halloween celebration here on. Uh, Horror vein, and it'll be a lot of fun. Absolutely. So, so until next week, folks. Well, no, no. In in, in, two, in weeks, two weeks, folks. We uh, will see you again in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you there. We're gonna take a little break, and uh, we'll be back, and it'll be a lot of fun. Absolutely. So, we'll see you then. Have a great one. Have a great weekend. And thanks we'll see for you listening, in a guys. Weeks. Love your support. Thanks. Thanks again. Keep listening, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. All right. See ya. See ya. Film Studios Podcast Network.